0: Hey, Smarty Pants, think back to when you were younger and trying to learn the letters of the alphabet. Now, obviously, there are many different alphabets in many different languages, but I'm talking about the English alphabet. Was there something that helped you learn the letters that make up this alphabet? A little song, perhaps? Come on, I know you know the words. Sing it with me for old time's sake. I'll even get my friends A, B, and C to join us. Everybody ready? Ready! Ready. And away we go. A, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, and Z.
1: Now I know my ABCs. Next time won't you sing with me? Oh yeah, I love that song. Me too, see? But there's one thing I've always wondered. What's that, B? Why do we always say, know your ABCs, when the song is about knowing all the letters in the alphabet?
2: Hey, that's because me, you, and C are kind of the leaders.
1: I mean, sure, you're the first letter A, and me and C come right after you. But don't you think we're all equally important? After all, it takes all of us to make up an alphabet.
2: Sure, B. But you do know the word alphabet is Greek for A and B, right? Alpha and beta. So really, me and B are the definition of alphabet.
0: Hey, what about C? Hold on, hold on, if I can just interject. In English, when we say alphabet, we're referring to the 26 letters that form all of the words in our language. But that's not the true definition of alphabet. No offense,
2: trusty narrator,
0: but this is an A-B
2: conversation. You can see your way out.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You're not even a letter. What do you know about letters and alphabets? I might know more than you think, my phoneme friends. Phono what?
0: Phonemes. That's what members of an alphabet are. Alphabet refers to any collection of symbols that represent a single sound that can be used to form words, like ba as in B or z as in Z. Each one of you is a phoneme, one symbol for one sound. A. B. C. Exactly. And there are other similar alphabets out there. But there are also lots of other languages that require different sounds and different symbols to represent those sounds.
1: You mean there are more of us?
0: Yep, like hundreds more of you. And get this, not all alphabets have 26 symbols. See,
1: si, see, si.
0: the Italian alphabet
2: has it 21. Da! The Russian alphabet
0: has 43. But that's nothing. The Khmer language of Southeast Asia has 74 symbols in their alphabet. Whoa. Yep. Different languages means different words, which means different sounds and different symbols. But what exactly is an alphabet? How was the English alphabet developed? And who invented the alphabet song? Get ready for another whiff of science and history on... Who Smart Who's smarted?
1: Who's smart? Is it you? Is it me? Is it science? Or history? Listen up,
0: everyone! We make smarting lots of fun on Who's Smarted! Let's start by taking another look and listen to the alphabet song. A, B, C, D, E, F, G... So, Smarty Pants, do you know who invented this song you've probably sung a gazillion times? The common answer is the ABC song was first copyrighted under the title The Schoolmaster in 1834 by an American named Charles Bradley. But while Mr. Bradley may have had the ingenious idea of making a song out of the letters of the English alphabet, the tune or melody is definitely not his. How do we know this? Try singing one or both of these popular kids' songs. Twinkle Twinkle Little Star or... Baba Black Sheep. Go ahead, sing them. I'll wait. Did you notice anything when you sang these songs? Why, it is the same as the alphabet song. The twinkle twinkle words were written by an English poet, Jane Taylor, in 1806. But the song goes even further back than that. The oldest published version of the tune is from 1761, but we don't know who wrote it, and it doesn't have any words but we do know who helped make it popular. Any guesses? Did you say Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart? That's right. The famous composer Mozart adapted the music in 1785, calling it "A Vujurje Maman," meaning "Ah mother, if I could tell you." Here it is?
2: I think I'll just stick with calling it the ABC song.
0: Good idea. When the ABC song first became popular, not many children went to school. That meant most people never learned to read or write. Over time, people realized the importance of reading and writing. So more and more children were taught the ABC song. Because putting things to music is a great way
1: to help you remember things. Oh yeah, I always use songs to remember things.
2: What about other alphabets? Do they have songs, too? Well,
1: yes
0: and no. To answer that, we need to first take a look at the two types of symbol collections known as orthographies. Our alphabet is just one
1: example of an orthography. Hold on. Back up a second, trusty narrator. Where did orthographies come from? They came from,
0: well, all over and probably around the same time in history orthographies had to evolve as a means for emerging civilizations to communicate and share ideas among themselves. Mm -hmm. How to best express me wanting to catch a fish? But those early civilizations didn't immediately come up with 20 or so symbols. What do you think they drew
1: first? A. Illustrations. B. Numbers. Or C. Maps. If you guessed A,
0: illustrations, you're right. A! Over 30,000 years ago, early humans etched and painted drawings, usually on cave walls, that depicted what appears to be stories or some form of relaying information. At least two civilizations, Sumerian and Egyptian, developed their early orthographies by incorporating very Very small pictures, or pictography, which at first represented the object itself, but eventually could represent either the object or an associated
1: sound. You mean like if I drew a bumblebee to represent a buzz-buzz bee, but then later use the same picture to represent the sound made by a bee? Great example. Bee. Now,
0: the first system to move beyond pictographs entirely included only 22 phonemes. Let's see if you can guess who did that. Was it A, the Greeks, B, the Koreans, or C, the Phoenicians? A. B. C. The correct answer is C, the Phoenicians. See ya! The Phoenicians were the first civilization to invent an alphabet. The Phoenicians collected 22 symbols to represent 22 sounds— all of which were consonant sounds. They didn't include vowel sounds, which makes this orthography an objad. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How can you have words without vowels? What do you think, smarty pants? Think about how much you use your A-E-I-O-U's, and sometimes Y's. How does a language work without vowel sounds? We'll be right back with the answer. Hi, Trusty here with a special message for all the parents and guardians listening. I know how important it is for your child to excel in every way possible, especially when it comes to education. Well, thanks to my friends at iXL, you don't have to go it alone. iXL is a personalized learning platform that's transforming the way children master everything from math to social studies. iXL's interactive courses and immediate feedback ensure learning is super engaging and accessible for every student, pre K through 12th grade. Imagine that. off your next month. That's code SMARTED50 at factormeals.com slash SMARTED50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active.
1: Hi guys! I'm on the lookout for some brave, curious, and silly explorers to join me on an adventure. Well, let's put it this way. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to bounce, bounce, bounce along inside a giant bubble? about a hike in a tropical jungle or what goes on in a top-secret superhero lair? Dun, 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 dun! Watch out for flying is this a yes, yes, yes? Yay! I'm Connie, chief adventurer at Armchair Adventures, a super fun and a little bit bonkers podcast for kids aged 6 to 10. Each episode is a brand-new adventure, And you're invited. What makes it super special is that I've jam-packed it full of sing-and-move-along fun. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Where will your next armchair adventure take you?
0: Now back to Who Smarted. I'm going to say a few words. See if you can tell what they have in common. Ready? Further. Mother. Brother. Stir. Hmm. Did any of that make sense? I was saying father, mother, brother, sister. Only without the vowels. Sounded pretty weird, right? Vowels are good. Vowels are our friend. Vowels cost money on Wheel of Fortune. But as it turns out, there are alphabets, called objets, that don't include vowel sounds. Now, if you're used to speaking English, you're probably wondering... How can that be? Well... B. In languages that use abjads, vowels are still spoken, but they don't exist as visual symbols, so they're left out when it comes to writing words down. Wherever vowels are missing on the page, the reader has to contribute that knowledge. A few abjads are still used today, like Persian and Arabic, two totally different languages that use many of the same alphabet letters. So how did the vowels like me make it in? Well, A, just as the Phoenicians based their system on one the Egyptians came up with, the Greeks then based their system on that of the Phoenicians, with some adjustments. Like the addition of vowels, like me, Alpha, the original first letter of the Greek alphabet. Yeah, 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 that's
2: all Greek
0: to me. But Alpha's right. The Greeks added vowels to their alphabet, and that alphabet branched off in two separate directions. One, the ionic system, stayed in Greece, where alpha still has a place in the alphabet, while the other, Euboean, branched off with the Greeks who settled in Italy. That evolved into the Etruscan alphabet, which was adapted into the Latin alphabet, on which many of the world's languages are based, like French, Spanish, Czech, Dutch, Welsh, Polish, German, and English. So, English is based on that Latin alphabet? Yes, Latin. Simple. Parfidales, vini vidi vici,
1: But that sounds nothing like
0: English. Right. That's because as Latin made its way towards England, the people there combined Latin with the Futhork language they were already using, and the result was early English. Alas, I am Thorn, a Futhork letter that did not make it into
2: the English alphabet.
1: Aw, that stinks. What happened?
2: In Firthork, I made the th sound. But the combination of the letters T and H made me obsolete or unnecessary.
1: Wait, I thought an alphabet was supposed to be one symbol for one sound. Th uses two letters, T and H. That doesn't seem fair to old Thorn over here.
0: Yep, English is complicated that way. We have symbols in our alphabet that make, or pair up with another letter to make, additional single sounds. You, letter C, are a good example. How many sounds do you make?
1: I can do k, like cat, and s, like sentry, and T when paired with h, like in champ.
0: Double or triple duty by a given letter is what makes English what is known as inconsistent. In fact, English is generally considered the most inconsistent language of all. I can't argue with that. I'm a different sound than almost every other word. So, if we have one symbol that can do several jobs, other symbols become unnecessary. Sorry, Thorn. Mmm, thanks. But the evolution of orthographies didn't stop there. While the Latin alphabet was spreading and evolving, the Cyrillic alphabet, a similar collection of phonemes that evolved from the Greek language, became the basis of the Russian alphabet, among others. The symbols look different from the letters you're used to seeing, but they're phonemes, so they're considered alphabetic. The same is true for Korean. Different symbols in other alphabets, but symbols that represent a single sound.
1: Okay, but most importantly, are there alphabet songs in other languages? There sure are. Here's a few. See if you can tell what languages
0: they are. You just heard French, German, Spanish, Finnish, Arabic, and Ukrainian. Hey, sorry, trusty narrator.
2: I never should have doubted you'd know your ABCs.
1: <laughs> and Ds through Zs, too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. A super shout-out to Smarty fan Samuel C. in Los Angeles, California. I'm so happy to hear that Who Smarted makes you smarter and that you learn something new each episode. To be honest, I also learn new things every episode. So let's keep smarting together. This episode, The Alphabet, was written by Jenna Hoban and voiced by Taya Garland, Jenna Hoban, Gia Davis, Brandon Bayliss, Adam Tex Davis, and Jerry Kolber. Technical direction and sound design by Josh Hahn, who Smarted is recorded and mixed at the Relic Room Studios. Our associate producer is Max ABC Kamaski. The theme song is by Brian Suarez, with lyrics written and performed by Adam Tex Davis. Who Smarted was created and produced by Adam Tex Davis and Jerry Kolber. This has been an atomic entertainment production. ABC later.